Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful and fabulous Tuesday morning. It's a bit nippy outside, so be sure and grab your coat as you're heading out the door. I just sent my little chihuahua outside to do his morning business, and uh, I was freezing, and I was like, please hurry, just please hurry. And now he has to sniff around to everything under the sun while I'm turning into an icicle. So finally he done his business, and I was able to go in. So, But anyway, good morning to all you early risers, and I appreciate you joining me this morning. And that we can dive into God's Word. Let's see what we got watching this morning. We got Tracy Little, Amy Oaks Turner, Angel Dixon, Brandy Boyd Young, Mike Hensley, Darlene Barker, Jennifer Honeycutt. Appreciate you all for tuning in and joining me. All right, my friends, let us do our morning pledge of allegiance, attention, salute, and pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, God's holy... Sorry. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart, that I might not sin against God. Sorry about that. I started to say the uh, pledge to the Bible when I was doing the pledge to the American flag. I, uh, I guess my brain is still half asleep this morning, so I apologize for that. Hopefully you can overlook uh, my uh, stupidity this morning. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my friends, I tell you what, it is uh, truly... Uh, <laughs> you think the world can't go any more mad, all right? They said today that they've actually come out with a more deadly strain of COVID than the last one uh, that these scientists have done. And why? I, I don't, I don't, why would you even go there? I don't get it. I mean, what is the point of trying to make it something that's even, that's been deadly even worse? But I honestly, my most humble opinion, not to sound conspiratorial, I do believe that this was a biological warfare that China uh, uh, put on the United States. I really do. An attempt to attack Trump. I just That's my own personal. I have no, no way to back that up. Uh, I've heard others uh, lean in that direction, but uh, I, I really do. And that may be why they're working on an even more deadlier strain that supposedly gets out. You know, I don't know. It's just odd to me. I mean, of course, then again, uh, they, uh, uh, you know, you see in the movies where they clone dinosaurs and they're eating people. And then not only did they do it once, but they did it, what, three, four, five more times? <laughs> you get two new movies. Of course, we know that's, that's not reality. But if it was, I'm sure they would do it, you know. Uh, so, I don't know. It's nuts, guys. It really is. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you ever, you've heard me talk before about a guy by the name of Greg Locke. I despise this guy. You know, I know that uh, we are to uh, control our temper and anger, that we are to uh, show kindness. But I tell you what, guys, I know this don't sound like the preacherly thing to do, but hey, no person I would love, well, I said there's several, <laughs> but he's one person I'd love to just lay out. Uh, this guy's one that said that autistic kids are demon-possessed. Then this turkey comes out and says that, uh, uh, that he talks to demons, and, he, and uh, they told him who were the witches in his church. The guy is a lunatic. 
And I had one individual actually tell me, he said, he's the next Billy Graham. When I tried to explain to them what a nut this guy is, they said, oh, you're just jealous of him. I'm like, whatever. Guys, we got to be careful. What you, you listen to and, uh, uh, and, and what you're allowing to come into your home, what's infiltrating your hearts and minds. There's a lot of apostates out there. There's a lot of people who come, they come across as, as, uh, as knowledgeable. But uh, this guy is out there, man. I'm telling you what, uh, stay away from him. Uh, the reason why I bring that up, uh, someone was asking uh, about him and was uh, sort of listening to him. And I was trying to steer him in the right direction. So be aware, friends. Be aware. Um, Oh, Mike said it's good business to improve on your product. Well, that's true, too, on the, uh, on the COVID thing. I, I can't disagree with that. All right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning in Romans chapter 8, verse 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. All right. Praise the Lord for that great verse, a short verse, but yet very meaningful, impactful, and one we do need to look at. Uh, now, obviously, you know, of course, uh, you know, I try to keep it within a certain time frame in the morning, so it don't allow me to go into the depths that I would, I would prefer, but we can still hit the highlights nonetheless. You know, when it comes to our salvation, uh, one thing that, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, want is assurance uh, that they are truly saved. And uh, I think for the most part, I think once you have made that decision to accept and to follow Christ, I think you, you know uh, that you've given your heart. It's more beyond the, just a feeling. It's just knowing that Christ resides in you. And it's hard to explain to someone who isn't saved, you know, and, and the fact that, that how that change takes place. But a lot of people, even though they give their life over to the Lord, still are worried that they're going to lose their salvation. Uh, you know that they're they're worried that uh, they're going to get to heaven and God and, and God's going to say get away from me I never knew you you know because we read that verse of course that verse is you know is not what that's referring to uh, in as much as that's talking about the apostates those who put on an act is what that's really referring to but that's another topic for another day but anyway uh, but we don't need to have that uh, that fear and that anxiety because when we have that fear and anxiety we're going to lose our salvation that we rob ourselves of God's glory and his love that he has for us that we can enjoy while we're here on this earth and it's sad that there are people out there who have a legalistic idea that in order to attain and to keep your salvation you have a have to have this legalistic outlook on outwardness in order to prove your Christianity uh, you know you have to have your hair cut over your ears and off the collar or wear a shirt with a collar. Women have to wear dresses, all that kind of thing. I remember when I went to Tri City Christian, they had to, they made us uh, do that, and the girls had to wear culottes, and uh, which uh, you know, which I don't guess is a bad thing in that in of itself. But you know what I mean. It just they were very legalistic, and uh, and I always hated, you know, I don't, you know, of course I've kept my hair short over the years. In high school, my hair was really long, but. Um, I always hated having my hair cut as a kid. I mean, I hated it. In fact, when I, when they took me to uh, kindergarten in Tri City Christian, I hated. I mean, I fought it like a passion. I hated it so bad. Uh, but uh, in fact, I let my hair grow back out. Now my wife's having a fit, and I was like, "Oh well, you know." I said, "Don't don't mess with the golden locks." She goes, "They're not golden." <laughs> So, but anyway, uh, it is, uh, you know, but we can't have that, you know, a lot of people have that 
man-added attitude towards our salvation uh, in order to keep it. You know, you have these people out there who have this high and mighty attitudes of, oh, I don't watch television. Oh, I do not listen to your rock and roll or, you know, whatever. And they try to put themselves way up here. Listen, man, if you want to watch TV, it's on you. You know, that's between you and God. If you if you don't have a, you know, depending on what you're watching, I mean, if you're sitting there watching porn every day, then obviously that's wrong, you know, or <laughs> something ungodly, you know, demonic, obviously that's wrong. You know, if you're listening to rock and roll, I don't see a problem with that. But if you're listening to rock and roll with that has demonic lyrics in it, then obviously you don't listen to that. But again, these are things you have to pray about. I've talked to people said, well, I felt conviction for listening to rock and roll, so I don't listen to it. Well, then then that would be a sin for them. That's, that's not something they should do. If the Lord is convicting them, then there's a reason and they shouldn't. But, you know, that doesn't make it sinful for me. But nonetheless, though, we need to have that uh, assurance that we, once we are saved, we place our hand in the nail scarred hand, that we've accepted Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, that that salvation is secure. We're not going to lose that. And I think that the devil wants to uh, instill that anxiety, wants to put it within us, uh, that doubt, uh, because he, because every time we mess up, every time we sin, so the devil wants to go, aha, look what you did. Look at you. You're not really saved. You're really saved. You, know, you wouldn't do that. Or or you're acting just like you did before you supposedly uh, said the uh, the plan of salvation. You know, that's what the devil wants to do to try to hinder your growth. So then you're in terror that, oh, no, the Lord's going to reject me. God's going to get rid of me. Hey, nothing can snatch you out of God's mighty right hand. Remember that. All right? If God is for you, who can be against you? You know, the, God is not simply there to just toss you aside just as my children uh, as a father when they mess up i don't just kick them out the door and say well you messed up uh, you're out of here now you know that's not because i love my children i want the best for them and yes i know they're gonna make mistakes but it doesn't negate my love for them and for those of us who are evil can show that kind of love how much more can the father in heaven bestow that love upon us so we need to put away those those attitudes now everybody i think at some point in time um is um uh pardon me just a second we got a uh, spammer on here that i'm going to, have to re remove here uh sorry it uh um i get these people on here they're not real people by the way i'm sorry to have to interrupt our devotion uh for this um hold on here i'm sorry give me just a second here thank on it it makes me so mad that uh this guy out here is trying to claim he's going without food. It's not true. He's it's a spam. It's a it's a scam. Uh, if you ever notice, they always uh, it's never local. I don't know how I can get it off here. I may have to wait till uh, um, after I get done and delete and block his turkey. But uh, all right. Anyway, just ignore it. Know that it isn't real. It's just. It's just bogus, all right. You gotta be careful, guys. You know, look at this. Here we're trying to do a devotion this morning. The old devil trying to infiltrate and cause problems and disrupt uh, even here this morning. So, but nonetheless, uh, you know, we're talking about here being the sons of God. The fact is that what this is really talking about here is living in obedience to God and showing that we are his children. Uh, when we look at this verse, that, um, uh, 
because we can't kill our own sin, all right? It's only God that can cleanse us of our sins and, and, and of our unrighteousness, okay? So keep that in mind as well. That uh, Let's see here. I just want to point out one specific thing. Um, so Paul's point in, in 8.14 is that if the Spirit of God is leading us to kill our sin, then we can be assured that we are sons of God. Some commentators see significance in the fact that Paul changed changes from sons to children that's what we said verses 16 and 17 um, but i agree with the majority who say that there is no significant difference but it's significant that this is the first time in romans that paul mentions this wonderful truth that we are the children of god we have been born in god's family through the spirit who imparts new life to us all right so we've been adopted into the to the to god's kingdom remember this was something i was referencing yesterday is that we are our joint heirs to the throne we are adopted we have been chosen which leads us to predestination election all those uh, terminology and and uh, understanding that confuses a lot of people so keep that in mind that you are gods and we need to understand that assurance and so in order to overcome a battle that sinful lifestyle we have to work in accordance with god's will his word and that obedience to him it's not easy that's why it's narrow is the way you know broad is the path to destruction it's, it's easy to go with the flow it's easy to do what the world's doing it's easy to justify sins it's easy to do the things that the world says is okay it's the narrow way it's the difficult way that leads to life it's the a narrow way and trying to stay on the path and yes sometimes we fall down sometimes we get knocked down sometimes the devil lays you out and you want to give up and it's, and it's easy to question you no know, am i really saved you know but understand if you've truly meant that and you've repented in your heart then you know you're saved and nothing's going to pull you away from god now you can't just sit there and say the plan of salvation like it's some uh, magic uh wording and they just go back and just party it up in the world like nothing's changed. And that, to me, is not a, a heart of change. That's not somebody who's truly committed to God. That's not somebody maybe you not even understood. They thought they could just say a few words, they're in, tickets punched, and then go out and party and do what they want to. If you're truly changed, your life will change dramatically. You're not going to want to party. You're not going to want to uh, do the things you used to do. Your mindset's going to be different. You don't want to listen to the jokes you used to listen to or tell the jokes you used to listen to. Your foul mouth's going to change. Is Why? Because become a new creation of Christ Jesus so we want to change we want to please the father it's a whole new start and beginning so you know that's why we when you see that uh, well we ain't supposed to judge because God's word says we ain't supposed to judge you know when they miss totally use that whatsoever uh you know is what that's referring to is if somebody says they're saved we have to take them at face value then they're saved but we are known by the fruit that we bear and if we're not bearing any fruit or demonstrating any change of life then by that it's you know we have to look at that same you know question are they really saved or not but um so understand that as christians uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. But don't sit there and live in doubt of, oh, I hope I'm really saved, man. I hope God don't get up there and he says, hey, I didn't know you and throw me into hell and I've tried so hard. If you've made that profession of faith, know you're saved. God knows that we are fallible. God knows that we're going to mess up. God knows that we're sinful. But by God's grace and mercy, he loves us and he's never going to give up on you. You know, we may have, you may have grown up with people giving up on you. You may have grown up with people saying that you're no good. You may have grown up uh, with, uh, with being belittled at every turn. But one thing's for sure with Christ Jesus. 
God builds you up. God tells you that you are wonderful and, and created in his image. God tells you are somebody. You are a king's kid. And God will never leave you. And God's never going to toss you aside. So even though the world may have failed you, God will not. So understand this today, my friends. If you, uh, you know, it, it's easy to, to live in the past. Uh, of, of abuse, uh, whether it's mental, emotional, or physical. But now, as, as children of God, we are new creations. And now we can smile and, and, and stand up straight and tall and know that God loves us and that we are a king's kid, man. You are joint heir to the throne, princes and princesses of God's kingdom. And that should, should build you up and make you feel so much more wonderful. And so when you mess up, look up, say, Lord, forgive me. You just keep on keeping on. Just like that old 70 sticker, keep on trucking, man. Just don't give up and keep pushing forward. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for this, uh, this message this morning and this verse. Help us, Lord Jesus, to always have that assurance, to never doubt it, and to understand that you love us and that you're always there for us. Lord, is there anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this morning. Watch over, protect them, keep them safe and well. Be with our kids who are going to school, work, or play. Watch over, protect them, give them, put a holy hedge about them. You let them get to their destinations back safely. Lord, be with my wife, bring healing upon her. Pray to be with Pat Morton's family, help them as they're dealing with this loss. Pray to be with Kim Penix, bring healing upon her. Lord, be with us. Let's be a light in the world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do appreciate you all for watching this morning. I'm sorry for that little uh, interruption, and um, uh, that uh, uh, it just makes me so angry when these these spam and these losers have nothing better to do than try to rip off people. And uh, so, don't be suckered in by individuals like yes. I wish there was a way to get my hands on them. It would make me very happy. <laughs> anyway, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless Holy.